0: What are you drinking there, Josh? I see a little pink lid.
1: Yeah, I've missed the old uh, what are you drinking beginnings of these podcasts. Yeah,
0: what are you drinking?
1: I'm drinking, it's called Purple Rain. Ooh. It's a type of tea latte. It's a vanilla oh, okay. tea it's latte. It's not made
0: of prints or anything.
1: It's made of real prints.
0: So they've got a limited number of those. Where is it from?
1: Do you care though, Really?
0: I care what because it's clearly not Starbucks and I don't recognize any. No, so it's I would from like,
1: like a place in Los Angeles.
0: Well, obviously, it's from a place in Los Angeles. You live in Los Angeles and you have I a know, coffee. but
1: like, you're not, are I you gonna be coming here go anytime of- soon? Yeah. Are you gonna get to try out this tea latte from the Undergrind Cafe?
0: The Undergrind Cafe? Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. And that's a pun.
1: Yeah, it is. What is that again? You hate puns? Was it?
0: You know what? It depends on the pun. Coffee related puns can be okay.
1: Tea related in this case. Tea
0: related puns can be okay. And pet related puns are okay to a point. I don't really like when they call it like, you know, when they're trying to adopt out pets and it's like, help them find their forever home and they spell forever with fur. And it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. How about just write it properly?
1: Yeah. Or all the meow puns that people do. Yeah. A lot of meow
0: puns. Yeah. I could do without it. Unless it's in the name, then it's hilarious.
1: I know you've been pretty busy recently, you told me. I I was wondering what's going on with work and everything.
0: Yeah, well, I don't need to give you too many details, as I generally don't. But I will say I have been very, very busy. one, One day I had like three French tests in one day. As you may or may not know, I'm taking French courses right now, as well as teaching two Spanish courses.
1: Oh, I thought that French people were just testing you.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah, random French people decided to test me, <laughs> but it was all online. And of course, my computer stopped working. Well, it kept freezing. And I was like, you know what? I should update it. So I updated my computer to the whatever, some new operating system. It did the whole restarting thing and then it would not turn back on. It was like past over 24 hours of that little bar trying to restart. And I was like, um, are you gonna come back? Are you gonna start over again? And it didn't.
1: Did it come back eventually?
0: It did not. So I, I mean, I did a whole thing. I went into like recovery mode and stuff, but it also won't even let me, it won't even pair with the mouse anymore. So I have very limited. I'm just using the keyboard. It's so stupid. It doesn't matter. That's
1: tragic. I hope you get everything back. Well,
0: I'd like to get the stuff off there. That's why the picture last week for the, for our podcast was one I was I was like, I don't want that picture of me. You
1: wanted to use like an official picture. And I put up one that I took of my computer.
0: I wanted a picture. Yeah, I, I looked really gross in that picture. I you mean, great. I, uh, shut up. You don't always look great. That. And you're no, always no, nice, no, 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 you no, know, no. Don't do this. This typical. isn't what I wanted. You know, everyone's this very hyper no, stop it. Stop it. No, stop talking. Josh. No, it's <laughs> I know you're being very nice. And I know that I'm I-, not I wasn't fishing nice. for that. I just wanted to like it was frustrating. But, you know, me, I would have gone through like the video and found what I would consider a better picture from like the actual zoom video as opposed to like a picture that you took of your computer while we were talking and normally that's what I would do but I was like I I can't even access those files because they're all just on my computer that is tragic so I was just like I don't care anymore I can't do anything about this you know what
1: I can weirdly relate to you Aya really because I had my my drive failed on my computer oh my like six terabyte drive. Whoa, one of my drives.
0: What are you doing on your drive? Why do you have six terabytes? That's I'm crazy. a filmmaker. Oh, I have v- v- video footage. Yeah, 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 so yeah, like, yeah. Right, lots right, of right. stuff. I need I to have a lot a of filmmaker.
1: Josh. Yeah. I'm so- yeah. Did you know I make movies? I didn't know. Yeah. So I, I do <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. That was very scary. And my computer would take hours to start because it would, it would say it was repairing the drive. Mm. And it would sort of do that. I think it moves things from like bad sectors to good sectors on the drive or something like that. But every time it would start, it took longer and longer to do that. So I barely managed to get this computer on at one point after repairing the drive. Mm. And then it spent 20 hours because again, the drive was failing yeah. it spent 20 hours transferring everything on it to another drive on my computer or at least mm. the important stuff
0: no it sounds brutal uh, yeah and yeah,
1: now it's now it's done I just barely saved the information Oof.
0: yeah so I didn't in hindsight I should have like backed up my information I should have done something before I decided to upgrade my operating system like a fool thinking that that would just work and yeah so I- I'll figure it out I'll find a way but I just haven't had the time or energy so I'm gonna get a new computer <laughs> in the meantime because this one oh
1: would you say that we've experienced a cruel injustice with our computers
0: oh wow I think I think we've got a segue
1: I've got some
0: competition for a segue queen (laughs) yeah that I would say that it's a minor injustice, and really it's more of an inconvenience than any kind of injustice.
1: You know, sometimes when those computers fail on you at the uh, most inopportune times, it feels like an injustice.
0: Yeah, it can be, it's annoying. I feel like I really try not to get too annoyed about things like that. I'm like, it's just a thing. It's just some, like, I wasn't, it's not like I lost anything too too important unless you consider the videos of these important
1: those pictures of you
0: <laughs> all those pictures of me
1: Wait, did you lose like every video that we've ever done of I didn't, this podcast
0: there's somewhere on the computer i will be able to and this it, computer that like i'm sure there's a way to get it to turn back oh, on to recover some yeah too. to recover stuff i just yeah. i don't know how and i have to take it somewhere to do that and it's not like a and laptop that I can just pick up and take. So, anyways, mm. I'll figure it out. That's not the point. I just I try not to get too upset about things like that, because there are real things to be upset about. There are real injustices in the world. So anytime someone gets really upset about something that is just a material thing, like I said, I didn't lose anything particularly important. If the only thing I lost was a computer, then I didn't I didn't lose anything.
1: So if someone cuts you off while driving, that's you're totally cool about that. That's that's different. Not a, that's just a minor.
0: Well, theoretically, yes, I shouldn't get too much, but that's also someone doing something that they shouldn't do. I think that's more, that does feel like more of an injustice because it's someone doing something to you. My computer, it does not have, my computer is not sentient as far as I know. It does a lot of stuff, but it's not a human aware Mm. of its surroundings.
1: I don't know who built these hard drives. They're failing on us.
0: Yeah. Other tiny computers like boop, 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 boop tiny computers, building other tiny computers. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I I still don't, it's not a human that has a sense of justice. Like, you know that when someone's cutting in front of you, they're like, ha ha, I hate you. No, not necessarily, but maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways, good segue, Josh. (laughs) Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that, adverb Josh.
1: Scientifically.
0: Okay, scientifically matter.
1: Scientifically, that's your Adverb of the Week.
0: And I'm Aya. I'm Josh. Today, we've got episode 31. Ooh. All about injustice.
1: Injustice.
0: Yeah, so do we live in a just or an unjust world, in your opinion? Do you feel that it's becoming more or less just? Does it matter who you are or what your perspective is? How does your personal perspective or your personal subjectivity affect how you view justice or how you view the world as just or unjust? Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add to that, Josh?
1: A lot, once we get into it.
0: Let's get into it.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's get into it. And we're back.
1: Oh my God, it's so good to be back.
0: It is. It feels almost like we never left. Josh, do you think we live in a just or an unjust world?
1: <laughs> I like how like we have the question of the episode and then you're like... <laughs> I know how we're going to start it when we come back after the music. <laughs> Let's just ask Josh the question of the episode and have him answer well, that were- a yes or no.
0: You know what? You weren't <laughs> saying anything. So I figured ah. we can start a different way.
1: I know that you get to ask the questions, but actually, can you answer this one first? I want to know what you think. Do we live in a just or an unjust world?
0: I don't think. No, I don't think we live in a, in a just world.
1: Do you think we live in an unjust world? Yeah. Okay.
0: Of course. Do you think we live in a just world?
1: I think that the question is supposing that it's one or the other, and I think okay, we, we live oh, in a world. Oh, give a more
0: nuanced answer. <laughs> great, great, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Not like we you're gonna give me the yes or no podcast, off, yeah. of course, there's more nuance than that. Yeah, there are aspects of the world that are just, but I would say fairness. Okay, wait, first, let's start with what is justice? What, what is your idea justice? of justice? Because to talk about yeah. injustice, we've got to have an idea of what justice is. So-
1: Yeah, define that shit for us.
0: You want me to define it? Okay. Um, yeah. Overall, it's kind of the concept of fairness, right? So mm. impartiality, whether things feel equitable- and I mean, there are different kinds of justice, right? So there is social justice. That's probably what many people have heard in the past years, at least. So fairness in society. So that can be things like healthcare, employment, housing. It can also be equity in general, just having everything equal opportunity. And it's tied very much to human rights, right? So what's fair to all people, right? Racial justice, criminal justice, right? So these are all variations of how we deal with fairness in society, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did that is that an okay definition?
1: Yeah, that pretty much covered it. Okay, great. <laughs> well, I, all right, I'm all done then. All right, we're Your done turn. now, yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask, so you mentioned there equity, mm-hmm. and in another sentence you mentioned the word equality. Mm. What's the difference between equality, equity? I think there's another one in there, right?
0: I know equity and equality as kind of the main difference, right? So like I think equity is one of those important principles of social justice. So it takes into account the effects of discrimination and aims for an equal outcome, as opposed to equality, which kind of gives everyone... Okay, there's an image that I'll describe to you, which is one of the main ones that's used in describing equality versus equity. So
1: I mean, there's a famous meme, right? Like kind of like image about it, right? Where you show like three people standing on boxes. Okay,
0: so that's what I'm about to share with you. (laughs) That's literally what I have open to show you. Here
1: we go. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. That's the exact thing that I was thinking of. Yeah,
0: right. So you've got a you want to describe this image for us, Josh?
1: Yeah. So on the left, it says equality. And on the right, it says equity. And on the left, we see three people standing on boxes, right? They each have a box. So in a sense, somebody might say, oh, it's equal because each of these three people gets a box to stand on to then look over this fence. Except is it really equal that they all got the same thing considering each of them are different heights? So like the tallest person gets the most out of it because
0: he can see you know, way over the fence. He
1: can see way over the fence. And the second person's like struggling to look over it. And the third one still can't see over the fence despite being given the same box. So equity, I think that's talking more about equality of outcome, right? Mm -hmm. So in that one, the first guy, he doesn't even get a box because he can see over just fine. The second guy, he gets one box. And the third guy, he gets two boxes because now their outcomes are similar, Mm -hmm. but we actually have to give them different things.
0: right? And what's the fence?
1: What is the fence, Aya?
0: Well, I think the fence is kind of anything that prevents equity from the start, right? Things like discrimination, things like yeah,
1: it's the status quo.
0: yeah, it's the things that make it so that the tallest guy can easily see over the fence where the other whereas the other two are struggling mm. from things that aren't their faults or the things that aren't, you know, it's not like things that they worked for. you don't get to choose how tall you are, right.
1: Right. yeah, so it's fair to say that if everybody already was born into exact equal circumstances, Mm -hmm. then the equality side of that meme, you know, that that first one would make more sense. But because, you know, if we really want everybody to feel fairness, being fair doesn't mean giving everybody the exact same thing, right? Right. Maybe a more simple, easy to understand way is that, you know, someone who's born rich might not need a bunch of help moving Mm -hmm. forward. Maybe they're able to even, you know, pay for their own schooling or whatever that is. You know, that's what some people think. And then somebody who's born without much money, maybe the, the state should help. Right. And that's more equity, you know? Mm-hmm. So they both get the opportunity of education. Yeah. Yeah. Good. There we go. We're defining complex terms.
0: Look at us.
1: That's what this podcast is all about. (laughs) I mean, obviously there's a whole we could write a dissertation on this, or maybe you could, because you're the one with a PhD.
0: No, I I don't want to write any more dissertations. I wrote one. I'm good. Bye. I know I
1: think the reason that we, you know, it feels interesting to talk about this right now. And I think it's important to note that we are not experts on this stuff in that sense, right? We're not legal experts or experts on social justice in that way. We haven't experienced everything ourselves. That's not the the point of this. This And we're not gonna touch on disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah, we need that class. Classic disclaimer here because there's going to be a lot. In fact, most things that we don't touch on. I think that's that's not the point of this. But there are some current events going on that I think would be interesting to talk about. Mm -hmm. There's some big trials actually happening, especially in the states right now, where people are talking about justice a lot right now. All kinds of justice, and as we know, we have a in order to achieve justice in our societies, right? We have a system set up with police, Mm -hmm. a court system and juries and judges. And the idea that if you're charged with something, then you can be judged by a jury of your peers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that.
0: And that you're given a fair trial.
1: And that you're given a fair trial. I mean, that's the idea, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people argue one way or the other. And I think one of the questions you asked earlier, I think it's very important to point out, you were talking about, I think, the subjective view of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something can be just to one person and unjust to another person, the same situation. Right. So I don't know if justice is objective,
0: right? It should be but it, it's hard to get out of yourself enough to to see sometimes, right?
1: Yeah, or there's justice for you and then there's justice for everyone, right? Right. And yeah. there's <laughs> a lot of disagreement on that. Would would you say that yeah. you experienced yourself personally when you were growing up a lot of injustice or would you say you generally had a relatively just upbringing?
0: Can I answer a different question that I wish you had asked instead? Because wait, wait.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can come back to that. Just because what you just said about how something may seem just or unjust I think you can also come back to even that idea of equity and that meme that we we're talking about with the three people in the boxes. So there's actually a lot of controversy about equity in general, about the things that are done to help people who haven't been given all of the advantages to succeed or to have at least the same opportunities to succeed as people who have been given more advantage in life. So, Mm. but sometimes there is controversy to say like, oh, well, why should they, why should they get that? Is that really such a disadvantage? Even, you know, when you're applying for school or at least when I was applying for teachers college at Western, there's an equity form that you can fill out. Mm. And there's a certain number of spots set aside for people in who have certain equity equity related situations where
1: this is where affirmative action and stuff is, is a part exactly. of that right yes yeah.
0: so affirmative action that's the word i should be using. yes because that's there's a lot of controversy about that that you know you shouldn't be giving people more oper- it's like the arguments um potentially nuanced i i know jordan peterson and his ilk like to say things like equal opportunity, but not equal outcome. like you can't force equal outcome. Yeah. I
1: mean, I do agree that you can't force equal outcome, but equal opportunity means equal opportunity to have equal outcome, right? Right. You can't force the outcome, obviously, but right. you can always statistically analyze the outcomes and get a sense that maybe... Maybe if it's unequal in the outcome, there's something wrong with the equality of opportunity.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, technically speaking, there shouldn't be a reason that one group of people doesn't seem to be as educated as another group of people if we all Mm -hmm. have the same opportunity. Right. It's more likely that that group isn't getting the same opportunities.
0: Right. But racist people are...
1: Yeah, racist racist people.
0: adjacent people will, will <laughs> say that there are certain genetic things that change
1: yeah. how oh, people are. oh, oh. Women
0: aren't, maybe women aren't supposed to go to school. And that's a why, they, things. yeah, or misogynistic. Yeah,
1: There's a lot of racism there. There's a lot of misogynism, sexism, all that stuff. You know, to be slightly kinder to some people, it's still just as bad, you know, the ignorance of it all. Mm-hmm. But I think people want to believe that we live in a just world. Mm-hmm. It's really uncomfortable to believe that we don't. To believe that the way things are, aren't the way things should be. I just remember as a kid, like I'd like to believe that the prime minister, the president is is exactly who it should be. And, yeah. and you know, adults are smart. And once you become an adult, you make the right choices. And I'm yeah. a kid, I'm a, I'm a stupid kid. I don't know yet, but when I get there, everything will be as it should. And instead what happens is often we grow older and we go, oh my God, like, <laughs> There's a lot of problems here, and our parents did not, you know, you know, call out anyone specifically of our parents, but that generation yeah. didn't solve everything, and their generation before them didn't solve everything, and so on, right? If so, if anything,
0: they yeah, they didn't solve it, made anymore. it worse, <laughs> <laughs> made everything worse. Now, okay. I mean, something,
1: I and mean, I think we can argue There's... that our world has become more just in some ways and less just in others, right? I think that we obviously people often say, oh my God, look at all these horrible inequalities we have now. A more positive spin on it would be like, look at all the conversation we're having about these inequalities now when people used to shove it under the rug, you know?
0: Yeah, well, that's what I I was wondering, you know, when we wrote our question of is our world becoming more or less just was I wonder if injustices are just more available to us like they're, they're better informed about the world overall, or maybe there's all the media coverage and more investigative reporting about the injustices it makes us feel that there is more, but it's actually just that we're hearing about it more now. Yeah. Which is a good thing in a way. And I
1: would like to believe that is what is happening because I want to mm-hmm. believe that we're heading towards we're a more just towards, world. Yeah. But again, that's more of a, I want to believe statement. I Hold on just one second. I'm going to close my window because there is okay. an ice cream truck that will not shut up.
0: Oh, I want <laughs> ice cream. Get me ice cream, please.
1: It only slightly helped. Oh, you know, Is there another
0: window? No. Why is that so loud?
1: I hate this ice cream truck. It just bothers everybody in the neighborhood all the time. It's an injustice, Aya.
0: I know. I know. It's
1: not fair, Aya. Other people <laughs> in the world get to live in neighborhoods where ice cream trucks don't bother them.
0: Oh, my God. That's <laughs> that's your injustice, Josh. I want <laughs> I want ice cream trucks. And you also have like- Can you have even... the ice
1: cream truck without the music somehow? I don't know. They got to figure this out. What? And at least what? if they're going to play Why? the music over and over again, does it have to be like drilling into your brain the same irritating, repeated Oh, my God. Songs? I can't believe
0: this. I've never heard anyone complain about an ice cream truck. What? And- And to hear you complain about it, I don't know why that's so incredible to me. Like, it's like a lovely sound of like, it's a lovely sound. Come get some ice cream. I don't know. I don't really know. So
1: you've never been trying to watch a movie or I don't know, record a podcast.
0: How many ice cream trucks do you have? (laughs) No, no, I don't think I remember ice cream trucks going by. But I think that that's like a lovely sound to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. When you want ice cream. Other than that. You when know. don't
0: you want ice cream? Okay, I think that's the real that's question. That's true. Josh. I
1: may want ice cream all the time, but <laughs> if I'm in the middle of something, I'm sorry. That is aggravating and it's disturbing the public peace.
0: Well, if I could hear an ice cream truck right now, even though it's like snowing here, I would totally run outside. Like, sorry, Josh, one second. I hear music of ice cream.
1: Wait, you would pause our podcast? Boop, beep, I think boop, 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 you know boop, what? Maybe boop, there boop, is hope for this world. I can't hear it anymore. We can move forward.
0: Oh, my God. Of all the things to complain about, you don't even complain about very many things. It's weird to me that ice cream truck music is one of them.
1: It's just, it comes around this neighborhood and just, and I don't even, who says they even sell ice cream? It's probably drugs. I don't, that's what I think. Oh my God, Josh. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's the pessimist now?
1: I don't ever see any kids running up to that truck.
0: Well, are you looking at the truck or are you just complaining about the music? I've makes? looked
1: at the truck before. I've seen it. I've and seen you don't it see any children? Stopping right in front of my house and just sitting there.
0: Oh, well, that's different. Why is it stopping there and sitting there? Yeah,
1: that's a good question, Aya.
0: Well, now it sounds like a drug deal of some kind, but do you need to refrigerate drugs? I don't know.
1: Maybe it's not refrigerated. Maybe. It's just the oh, yeah, it's just a <laughs> it's a cover. Well, why would
0: a drug dealer call attention to themselves with that kind of music? But here we are, selling drugs.
1: Well, they're hiding in plain sight. Think about it. I guess so. I think they do also sell ice cream. I mean, I've I've gotten some ice cream from them before, once.
0: Oh, the truth comes yeah. out. Was it not yeah. good ice cream? Are you dissatisfied with
1: even product? bad ice cream is good ice cream? I mean,
0: it's true. There's no, I've never it had is. bad ice cream.
1: Yeah, it was fine. I've had mediocre ice cream. but yeah. yeah. What are we talking about? Injustice. Yeah,
0: okay, that was way off topic. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> no, I think that was pretty off topic. Although perhaps not everyone is able to one pay for ice cream two <laughs> have it so available to them at all times. Uh huh. Yeah. And I don't know if there are any more things. Are you
1: happen. saying that ice cream is a right, not a privilege? <laughs> i mean i would like
0: to say that yes i'd like to go on the record to say (laughs) ice cream is it right
1: again these are topics you know to dive in depth individually for other episodes and i think here we're just going to be paying like lip service to them but like for me one of the biggest injustices living in the united states comes down to this terrible horrible healthcare system we have here oh
0: god yeah it's the worst it
1: is you, you know about this healthcare system oh everyone god, knows about
0: this healthcare system that's how bad no, it
1: is people here there's a lot of people i've met who will defend it again what i can't understand why people because you know why they don't come from where we come from where we don't have the same issues yeah they hear you know there's talking points about whatever problems might be in these other countries and for the record america is the only Quote unquote developed country or whatever that doesn't have a universal healthcare system. Mm. The other countries don't have perfect systems. I don't think there is such a thing as a perfect system. No. But none of these other countries are scrambling to get rid of their universal healthcare systems because people are happy with them. In fact, they want more universal care, not less. Mm. Yeah. And over here, everyone's like, no, I think I, I like, what if I like my insurance company? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and the corporate greed of the pharmaceutical industry here and the way people are paying a gajillion dollars for insulin, they have to pay to live.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: absolute insanity to me. People are rationing their insulin. There's injustice for you.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't believe you should have to be rich to live, to be alive.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think like, oh, you have more money. Here, you deserve more life.
0: Here's a thing that your body can't make, but we have made. Yeah, here in it
1: life. is. We have it, but we, yeah, we have these it. Guys we need can make...
0: provide it to you, but we're yeah. not going to unless you're really rich. Sorry.
1: Exactly. Sorry, yeah, These, these guys to need to die. make a of dollars off of your, it's supposed to be like a market. Like you're supposed to be able to go out and choose what you want to buy, you know, in an industry that's okay. I get that. You don't need to go buy a radio, mm. but if you need something, you can't be like, Uh, hmm. Well, we're selling it for this much. It's on sale this week. Uh (laughs) Should
0: I buy insulin or should I pay rent? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's a huge, I I think that that's something that needs to be heavily reformed here. And I repeatedly fight for this, about this subject, because if I have to choose my priorities, I think healthcare is Mm -hmm. like at the top for sure. We pay taxes here. That's where they should go first and foremost.
0: Oh yeah. You think so? I do not to make well, I don't know what else they do with taxes.
1: No, well, it almost all goes to the self-defense and whatever. Right. It's not like we uh America's like we spend more on defense than like the next twelve countries combined or something. Mm-hmm. Like, why not the next nine countries combined?
0: And you don't even have that many borders. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then put it towards healthcare. Anyway, that's my rant about healthcare.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, we can
1: get into that another time.
0: <laughs> well, I think that we partly chose this topic because we had some current events that came up that you were interested in bringing up. Yes you want to bring some of those up?
1: Well, I'm sure you know, there's been some very high profile trials going on recently. Mm-hmm. People have been talking about them a lot for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the big ones are the Kyle Rittenhouse trial yeah. and the Ahmad Arbery mm-hmm. trial, the, you know uh, about the three men who uh, chased him and shot him down. Yeah. So these are actually quite different I think, but I think they speak to kind of what's going on. I I, I think they have been heavily politicized, sometimes rightly, maybe wrongly at times, it depends. But they speak to a lot of these social issues, social justice issues that are Mm -hmm. part of our discourse right now and should be part of our discourse right now. Mm -hmm. The Ahmad Arbery trial. So what happened there? um, And I I apologize if I do a a poor job of summarizing these high profile trials. You're not a
0: are you a professional summarizer of <laughs> court cases? No,
1: I'm not a professional in this regard.
0: Yeah, well, I forgive you then. And
1: now I feel like the weight of, of, of accurately summarizing this, but basically there's this this guy, this young guy, his name is Ahmad Arbery. He's black and he was jogging through the neighborhood as he often does. I think he was uh, checking out uh, this house. It was an open house or something. He just checking it out maybe considering buying it or just I don't know exactly but he was just checking it out legally and I guess there had been some burglaries in the neighborhood
2: Mm.
1: and these three guys basically it was a father and son the McMichaels and their neighbor was Roddy I think and they saw him in the area coming out of that house and they were convinced that he was a burglar that he was committing crimes in the neighborhood. Did he
0: come out carrying a giant TV or something? Like and nothing.
1: He had nothing on him. No, they were just convinced of this. And so they chased him. They got in the truck and they chased him down. And he ran naturally. And they had guns
0: mm-hmm. telling
1: mm-hmm. him to stop.
0: Are they policemen? They're just random people. They're
1: they're just citizens. Although I think the old I could be wrong. I think the older McMichael being
0: a policeman makes that okay for no reason. Yeah, no.
1: yeah. makes it worse yeah (laughs) but the older one actually i think was a policeman or he had been Mm. these guys chased this poor young man down they cornered him with their truck he tried to escape a scuffle ensued and they shot him and he died
0: yeah that's that's really messed up to say the least
1: yeah there was more to it too it's been said that there's you know they said some horrible things too to him
0: Mm.
1: all this stuff these three guys these three men were just convicted oh, of murder.
0: Good. They are murderers. On a number
1: of counts, yeah. and they're likely going to jail for a long time. Good. You're saying good. And
0: I feel that that's just, yeah.
1: And that feels to me, and it felt to a lot of people like justice. Mm. Now, it's interesting. Justice to me, like people want justice, but I mean, it's not... it's not the only thing they want. You know, his family doesn't just want justice. They want their, of their son back, their family member back. It's
0: not true justice. Like nothing. Yeah. It doesn't fix the situation, but at least. But it shows
1: that there's constant, there's, fair consequences right, or supposedly fair consequences mm-hmm. for that happening. And considering there's been a lot of times where people like that have gotten away mm-hmm. with their actions, it's nice to see that maybe we're heading towards a, a world maybe where that doesn't always happen mm-hmm. or doesn't happen at all. Now, there was also quite a bit of video of what happened here because one of the guys, the neighbor actually recorded the situation while they were chasing him down. And I think having video probably helps a lot.
0: Right. It does. Yeah.
1: So in this case, we all got to see what happened. Mm. But there's probably been a lot of cases where, you know, we didn't get to see everything that happened and they tried to claim self-defense against this unarmed.
0: Oh, bullshit. You can't like create a whole situation and then claim Mm
1: self-defense. Yeah. So like,
0: oh, I attacked them and then they. I felt threatened by. Yeah, exactly. Them like, running he tried away. to
1: take, tried to take my gun from me. It's like, well, yeah, of course you he did. Threateningly pointed your gun at him and he didn't do anything wrong. And there was never any evidence that he did anything wrong yeah. whatsoever.
0: Also, like, call the real police. Not that they're any better most of the time, but still, like, if you think something's happening, how about not just running after someone with guns? Anyways fine. I'm sure there's so many things wrong with this. I don't even know where to start. So go for it. Yeah, there's a lot.
1: It was a very upsetting situation. And I think most people agree that justice was carried out here. Hmm. I'm sure there are some dumb people out there who are going, oh, no, those guys should have gotten off. They were totally right to (laughs) chase this person down and feel threatened by him. And what's the underlying thing a lot of people are feeling here is that there's some racism going on, right? There's.
0: Yeah, of course. There's this
1: black guy in the neighborhood coming out of a, I think it was probably a white residential area. Hmm. And they had all these biases and racist probably beliefs (laughs) with or without realizing it. Yeah. And their minds were telling them that this guy's a criminal, mm. but you, you have to wonder if it was a white guy walking out of there, would they have thought the same thing?
2: Mm.
1: And it doesn't seem as likely.
2: Yeah.
1: So it, it becomes another case of a you know another black man being killed for totally inane reasons in our society. So yeah, that, that that was incredibly sad. You know what happened was was horrible, but we can argue that there was some form of justice carried out mm. after the fact. So that was one of the big trials that had been going on. Another one was the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And this to me is a lot more complicated, if you ask me. And I just want to preface this by saying what I went into this knowing after watching various media and what I heard happened. This is just my honest thought. I thought this guy is this kid who's 17 years old. This kid is trash. His beliefs are trash. He deserves what's coming to him, right? Mm. So what happened here was there was this kid named Kyle Rittenhouse. And it's probably true. He has ideology I probably do not agree with and he went to the Kenosha protests and riots right with an AR-15 if you recall there was a man named Jacob Blake
0: well there was the rioting that was happening in that area first right? in
1: Kenosha Wisconsin yeah yeah, yeah. But, but the reason all this stuff kind of started was there was oh, a black man right, right, who was shot right. yeah. by police his name was Jacob Blake and he became paralyzed mm-hmm. and again it was another one of these police shootings that is driving everybody one of insane. many insane One of many, right? It was extremely upsetting. So it led to protests and rioting as well. This kid, Kyle, heard about the rioting. And it's kind of weird. He lived, he was from Illinois, but he also partially lived in Wisconsin.
0: Did he live there? I thought he was just visiting a friend.
1: So that's, so here's the thing. There was so much misinformation going about, including to myself. So I actually watched much of the trial, if not most of it. Okay. And once I watched it, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this isn't exactly what everybody is thinking right things are not what people think it's been heavily politicized right Hmm. now one of the things I thought was dumb is this kid went down to these riots he's 17 years old with a gun he's
0: not one he's not allowed to have a gun two it's not his gun why would he go there why would he go there
1: he kind of another thing you find out he kind of was allowed to have a gun
0: like how was he allowed to have a gun legally
1: he was you're again he, he's not allowed to like buy one but he's allowed to have one there's like some weird rules in there how he actually got it who knows maybe he like lawyered his way out of that but having it i think he actually was allowed to have it and there was a bunch of people that went down there to supposedly defend property during the rioting mm-hmm. now was the rioting yeah there was right people were lighting Dumpsters on fire and breaking windows, looting stores. It was happening, and people did have businesses there that were getting destroyed. It was his belief mm-hmm. in going and protecting that stuff. Actually, he he went there also as a medic. It's important to point out he considered was he wearing a, his medic? Yeah, he had some that- medic gear.
0: Did he have like that big backpack that medics carry? Or did he just have his gun?
1: He had like a pouch, I think I saw him.
0: Mm, okay.
1: <laughs> he had like a medic pouch. He, he wanted to help people. Again, my idea of this guy is like, sure, sure he was there to yeah, help people, Yeah, so is right? mine, yeah. Yeah, so that was a natural feeling and belief that I had hearing what I heard. Because I'm a pretty- I'm kind of a lefty. I've become even more lefty over time. And you're a pretty lefty person. We agree on a lot of these things. Yeah. You know, because empathy. I feel like empathy is uh, a left kind side. of a big thing on the left.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You right-wingers with your lack of
1: empathy. <laughs> not saying right-wingers don't have empathy. Don't come at me. Well, aren't we,
0: though? Well, no, just kidding.
1: <laughs> oh, don't bring me into this. Joking. Not joking. <laughs> okay, so Kyle is down there. And what ends up happening is, okay, so here's the news headlines we were hearing, right? Kyle Rittenhouse kills two people. He shoots and kills two people and injures a third mm-hmm. like by shooting him as well before surrendering himself to the police. Mm-hmm. What, literally just walking up to the police with his gun, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what the hell? This kid just went and like, massacred a bunch of people at these protests. He needs to burn for this. This is some Trumpy sort of racist thing. He's a white supremacist. He's a proud boy. I don't, you know. I remember reading this and going like, yeah, screw this guy. And then I like listened to the trial and I was actually watching with my friend as well. And we were just going like, wait a second. This is, there's so many details here that I was wrong about that I didn't realize. And what's interesting here, just like the other trial, even though they're very different, although what's similar is Kyle Rittenhouse was claiming self-defense.
0: Yeah, I know. I think that's, okay,
1: Yeah, so what's the same here is that there was video of basically everything. Mm -hmm. And this is huge because there's some, things here that are not subjective. They're objective. We can see what happened. So what ended up happening was this first guy's name was Joseph Rosenbaum. And you could see him in the videos. He's a very kind of angry, belligerent person.
0: He just got out of jail. He had a a plastic bag with his belongings Um, and he didn't take his medication that day.
1: There are some things about him in his history. Of course, that stuff's not admissible in court, but I mean. Oh,
0: no, but it was, that was published, like, pretty well. Oh, the fact that he had a
1: bag and stuff, but the fact that he just, for example, what wasn't admissible is that he did spend, like, much of his adult life in prison for Hmm. being a pedophile. Oh, Yeah, I know. Now, suddenly, wait, what?
0: Well, I don't care then if he's dead.
1: (laughs) It's again, there's (laughs) that's again, that's why they don't allow it in court, though, because that has nothing to do with what happened here, right?
0: But it changes my opinion,
1: it does change your opinion of him. Yeah, but here's the thing what we're asking now is
0: okay, okay, okay,
1: did he deserve to die for this? Like, what happened, right?
0: Okay, but the thing with the self defense. Sorry, you have like a way that you're going through this. Did you you want to let
1: you? Uh, Well, I was going to describe what I understood from watching the trial. Okay, you
0: go, you go. No, no, do it, do it, do it. it.
1: So Joseph Rosenbaum, again, my understanding was he shot and killed Joseph Rosenbaum. Then he shot and killed a guy named Anthony Huber. And then he wounded a guy named Gage Grosskreutz and then, you know, ran off. Mm -hmm. So when you watch the video, what happened was this guy joseph rosenbaum who was there rioting and i mean rioting like he was lighting things on fire and mm-hmm. all over the place he was running up to people with guns and pushing them and getting in their face he's calling people the n-word a bunch
0: oh yeah it's
1: a white guy by the way all these people by the way that were shot were white and i'm bringing this up because it's are this is kind James? of You're
0: saying that's good to kill white people I'm just no kidding. i'm not
1: saying that obviously
0: <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs>
1: I think it's important to know because I think some people had it in their heads based on whatever mm-hmm. little media they read that some like white kid came and shot some black people.
0: Oh, or based on the fact that it was- It
1: became like a it racial was thing, right? A
0: riot based on the protests. Exactly. Okay, right. That's
1: right. what the protests and riots were about. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but it's also very possible there are people there just taking advantage of the chaos of the situation of to course, let yeah. out all of their anger yeah. and stuff. Yeah,
0: it doesn't sound like, well, I, I guess I don't know Rosenbaum, but it doesn't sound like he was there because of his conviction so much Maybe as- he was maybe 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 he was
1: was. but he was very people would use the word belligerent Mm -hmm. and how they described him he was kind of chaotic and belligerent like you didn't know what he was going to do
0: he still doesn't deserve to die for that
1: i don't think anybody deserved to die there I don't think I don't wouldn't use the word deserve to die. Okay. But the real question is, did Kyle kill these people in self-defense? People were claiming that he was an active shooter after he shot him, right? From what I understand, this guy started a fire, but Kyle went and put out a fire somewhere, right? He was like going around putting out fires. There is even video of him offering some people like help as a medic. He's not officially a medic in that regard, by the way, he's 17 years old. He took some training course, some EMT training course. Okay,
0: we can admit, even if he was acting in self-defense and all of that, can we just agree that this guy is a little shit like what are you doing why did you come here can you just like stay home not take your gun to a protest yeah
1: i i clearly hoping i personally... that you get
0: into some sort of situation yes where you can shoot people.
1: Is he hoping that or not was part of it? And there was some inadmissible evidence as well that he said out of anger at one point to his like, buddy, like, I can't wait to take my AR-15 down there and shoot some looters.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: he said something that yeah. wasn't allowed in court. That's something he said now. Was he just kind of saying that? Who
0: cares? Or he ended
1: up actually doing it.
0: Anyone who says that, there's got to be some truth to it. You think? He, why would he... Why would someone who doesn't want to be in a situation where they're fearing for their life or they don't want to be in a situation like that? Why would they go there? Well, I
1: don't think he was with actually, a gun. Well, that's what was brought up in court, right? That's what I was asking myself. But you start to learn some things when you're following the court case that we may not have realized.
0: Nothing fixes that. I I understand. I don't
1: think he should have gone there. Of course, I think that it was dumb for him to go there. A the 17 year old kid with a gun. That is a situation waiting to happen, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that he did go there originally, we find out earlier than that, he was cleaning graffiti off of walls and he went there to supposedly someone was offering to pay to defend their businesses and and just like stand guard there so people don't break into the stores why
0: don't they hire a security guard not a random 17 year old
1: apparently it was it was also argued that the police who actually weren't they kind of backed away and let stuff happen there they weren't actually stopping
0: clearly yeah because it was so
1: people were very afraid for if he was
0: black i'm sure they would have shot him but that's
1: fine Mm. Anyway, this guy, Joseph Rosenbaum, after Kyle put out a fire, he goes and he starts chasing him mm-hmm. and threatening him. Apparently he's saying things like, if I get alone with you, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to murder you. I'm gonna... He said all kinds of stuff to him, right? And he started crazy chasing him and he threw that bag that he had at him. There's stuff in the bag they were saying. It wasn't just like a bag, right? But anyway, it was a scary situation. They mm-hmm. threw at him and he came running right after him for like a while. Mm-hmm. And he literally reached for, his hand was like, It was shown to be like on the gun. And that's when Kyle shot him. Mm -hmm. I think it was like four times in one second. He just bang, 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 right? And killed him. Now, whether or not that was self-defense, that was what was kind of like litigated in the trial and the situation that he was in there. But you can hear it on the video, too. He's yelling as he's running away. Friendly, friendly, friendly. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to be in that situation. He was being chased by this guy Mm -hmm. who was kind of being threatening to him all night. And so he ended up shooting this guy, right? And then what happens? Other people kind of heard about this or saw it. And the mob comes after him because they start yelling, oh, there's an active shooter Mm -hmm. who just is going around like shooting people. So they went after him. And he had a mob of people chasing him. Mm -hmm. So Kyle is like running away. And they don't understand the context or nuance of what happened, right? They see him as an enemy. They're trying to, in their minds, to stop him.
0: Mm -hmm. This is the skateboard guy comes up.
1: Yes, there's a few people. Actually, one guy threw like a rock at his head. Mm -hmm. Um, It just knocked off his hat, but... Almost hit him, right? Skateboard guy came once already and hit him. Mm -hmm. That was Anthony Huber. Hit him once with a skateboard, but he kept going. Eventually, he kind of got like from exhaustion or whatever. He fell down to the ground Mm -hmm. and all the people started coming at him. There's a guy, they called him Jump Kick Man. They don't actually know who he was. He came and kicked Kyle in the head. And then skateboard guy came in and he took the skateboard and he hit him in the neck, like in the back of the head with the skateboard and then tried to grab his gun off him on the ground. Mm -hmm. And as he was pulling the gun, like the strap was coming away from him. You could see all this in the video. But why
0: didn't he just give up his gun? give up your gun. People are scared of you because you have a giant gun, you idiot. Like he's an idiot.
1: So there's an argument why it wouldn't be smart for him to give up his gun. But let me explain just what happened here. Okay. As he's pulling away the gun, he fires a shot. Anthony Huber is shot and he dies. Mm. At that time, when that happened, Gage Grosskreutz, who's also a medic, by the way, he comes running up and he tries to, as soon as Anthony Huber got shot, you see him like kind of jump back, put his hands up in the air and duck down a little bit. And Kyle points his gun at him and Kyle does not shoot him. He just kind of aims the gun at him, and the guy's holding his hands up. Gage Grosskreutz then dives in towards him, and Gage Grosskreutz was holding a gun in his hand. Mm -hmm. he had a pistol of his own Mm -hmm. so it wasn't just like guns on one side and not on the other Mm -hmm. he had a gun himself for what i understand illegally
0: well one he's a medic but he doesn't have his stuff on either just like kyle doesn't have like these people are supposedly medics but they don't have their like medic
1: well he was a paramedic he actually was a paramedic he was yes yeah he had paramedic training
0: yeah so he had a gun like the way that he was holding it could seem threatening to kyle rittenhouse it is conceivable that he was afraid for his life
1: the point is he ended up running in towards him and he pointed the gun at kyle and he got shot in the arm Mm -hmm. he shot One shot at his arm and then he ran off. And they like messed up yeah. his arm. Like he lost 90% of his bicep or something. Mm-hmm. It was pretty gruesome.
0: I mean, at least he's not
1: dead. At least he's not dead. And there's a post by him later though also saying like I wish I emptied my clip into the kid or something. So that didn't help his case. Mm-hmm. By the way, I should say Gage Grosscratch was coming off very shady mm-hmm. on the trial stand. Like he the way he was answering things and not answering certain things. Okay. The fact that he didn't tell certain people about the gun afterwards. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh I just it wasn't a purposeful omission he had said. Mm-hmm. But he remembered other very important details. So obviously it was a purposeful omission. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he ended up shooting him and then Kyle gets up, people backed off once that happened, and he made his way over to the police and he surrendered. Mm -hmm. He actually tried to tell people on the way, like, I just shot somebody and he got away. The question here is, was that self-defense?
0: I think that the whole self-defense thing is based on what self-defense is to find just that he yes legally i understand the legal reason why he was let off it still doesn't feel just so
1: we didn't say this yet but yeah so kyle was acquitted of of everything well they went so i I felt that the prosecution was dumb (laughs) i felt the prosecution yeah i don't think they did the best job so stupid and the defense was amazing Mm. but the prosecution went for first degree murder meaning they tried to argue that he intended to kill these people
0: that's stupid they didn't do manslaughter no oh that seems crazy even i know that they
1: went for first degree murder right and i
0: don't know anything about this stuff
1: like did he intend to kill anybody and not only that they had video evidence of the contrary mm. so the prosecution was saying a lot of dumb things i'll give you an example of something they said okay they asked kyle at one point they said you've played the video game call of duty before haven't you
0: who hasn't i've played call of duty
1: he's like yeah and he's like well isn't the ar-15 gun very similar to the type of gun that you would have in call of duty what the fuck and he's like i mean there's lots of in call of duty is a first person oh. shooter game and he's like so don't you have like multiple like confirmed kills in call of duty
0: oh that's so dumb and he's
1: like it's a video game
0: yeah that's craziness and
1: honestly kyle sounded very good on the stand like he was a very good advocate for himself didn't
0: he break down in, in tears he
1: broke down at one point some people think it's fake i had a hard time believing that was fake it seemed like a real panic like moment but you, you never know for sure yeah. Anyway, I'm just telling you after watching what was going on, the prosecution was trying to argue like, oh, you're saying you're an EMT, but you never really had full EMT training. And like, you're not a real EMT. And he's like, well, I'm not 18. I couldn't do this. And I said, you were like a cadet with the firefighters and stuff but you're not a real firefighter. He's like, no, I'm not 18. I wasn't able to do that. I just wanted- All to help.
0: they're reinforcing is that he's a little baby. Like, is that he's young. It's
1: not just that. And
0: they're like, you're <laughs> not even a real firefighter. And he was
1: a lifeguard. All I kept reinforcing is this kid just wanted- to He wants to help. He just wanted to help people. Yeah, that's annoying. And here's the thing. Once I got- Once you kind of get out of your mind a little bit that he's he's 17, whatever his parents believe he probably believes. Right. I remember when I was 17 and I thought the police just were amazing. All of them. Like I want to be a police officer when I grow up. Like I thought police were just the coolest.
0: Yeah. But you would never shoot anyone. No, 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 no. And I I didn't
1: have guns. But we were also in Canada where it's different. But I can imagine you see all these movies with cops as heroes and everything. Look, he idolized the police, he idolized the firefighters, he idolized paramedics, you know, Mm -hmm. in his mind, like he wanted to help people. Apparently he wants to study to become a nurse, is a lifeguard, like all these things painted him as this kid who went, and they have images of him just cleaning graffiti off the wall, again, It's part of whatever ideology that he had as well about rioting and stuff or what he heard from his parents or community that's probably drilled into him. But I wasn't convinced watching this trial that this kid was there to kill people. He was there in his mind to help protect the place.
0: Yeah, I I can see that as well. And I mean, he is like when you see him, he's more pathetic than anything. Like it's like, oh, like you're not. You're not like a killer. You're like a sad little kid who doesn't. He was who, a 17-year-old kid. I
1: mean, he wasn't dumb either.
0: He wasn't dumb?
1: Well, I mean, I think he made dumb actions. But when you see him on the trial, he, okay. he was a very thoughtful kind of person. Mm. He made the prosecution look dumb. Well,
0: no, it sounds like the prosecution made the prosecution look dumb. But <laughs> I think it's very hard to like see him as not uh, as much more than like a very privileged, in in certain ways, kid. Sure, I mean. Who got lucky in certain ways as well. Because he's lucky that he's white. Right. Because if not, there's no yeah. way that that would have gone that way. Like, we all know that. We all know that whether he was training to be an EMT or not. Yeah. This would not have happened the same way.
1: Yeah, he has a lot of, obviously, yeah, he has a lot of privilege there. But you mentioned something before that, like, mm-hmm. you said, why didn't he just give up his gun then?
0: Yeah, why didn't he?
1: When you have a, the mob came after him. There well, was but a... they
0: came after him because they thought he was an active shooter. If you yes. give up your gun, are, are they going to just shoot you? That seems crazy. Yes, maybe. Oh.
1: Realistically, mob mentality They were coming after him. A real mob was actually coming after him. Again, it shouldn't matter, but the people he shot all had like, their histories were they all have been like well, in various things too for like abusive i think anthony huber went to jail for like beating a woman or something like that too like there was
0: all right well and i guess okay <laughs> well
1: again i don't think that should necessarily define that guy or anything i don't know other details i don't know,
0: that changes my opinion a little bit that changes my opinion more than any of the other stuff you've said <laughs>
1: they all had something they're all joseph rosenbaum had it. like he spent much of his adult life in jail for five charges of pedophilia like with you know doing stuff with preteens and stuff
0: okay well then that does make it a little bit i know that that's not supposed to but i don't care that makes it more it's
1: not supposed to change (laughs) that's not the reason but
0: that shows you what kind of a person they are and it's like oh they are capable of hurting someone they're not like nice because i saw like I guess I saw kind of the images of at least Anthony Hubert's wife or girlfriend or something. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, people aren't caring as much about this person dying because he's got like spacers in his ears and he looks like an alternative dude. And they're like, you know,
1: all these judgments are not even that's but the that's hard thing good. to get out of the way when you're dealing with court. I think
0: that should be admissible in court that he's a wife beater and the other guy's a pedophile.
1: I mean, it was a very big thing that it wasn't admissible in court to say that Kyle texted his friend or told his friend that he wish he had his AR 15 to shoot looters sometime before that, right? Mm. People say stuff like that out of.
0: I mean, that's another thing. Like in Reddit, there's a there's a subreddit called am I the asshole? Yeah. And people write like little things, but whether or not they're the asshole. And sometimes the answer will be like, yes, you're the asshole. No, not the asshole like NTA. And there's also everyone sucks here. ESH. So I feel like this is an ESH situation. Everyone sucks here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very. Yes. Although let's return to this. Okay. The nature of the protest and what the purpose was for that were very noble, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard it argued that riots are not the way, but we should understand that it's understandable given people's anger. I also understand that real people are getting hurt and affected their businesses, their livelihoods. Mm -hmm. Property is not people, but that is still people's livelihoods, right? There's so many different elements to this Mm -hmm. and it became a very political trial in this way, right? Mm -hmm. And people are asking afterwards, like you know, Jacob Blake's family wanted to see him put away. They saw it as linked to that of course, Tucker Carlson is talking to him and all this crap. Because, of course, the right is trying to use him. The right wing are are using him as Mm -hmm. their... Someone gifted him an AR-15 as a gift. It's it's disgusting what's going on here, right?
0: That's bullshit.
1: But you know what threw everyone for a loop is that Kyle was like, I support Black Lives Matter, is what he said after that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he said that. He's like, I support... Mm -hmm. It it just makes things more muddy to people's kind Mm -hmm. of narratives about things, right?
0: Do you think it's hard to... Like, even right now, because I can't even though the things that you're telling me do kind of support a narrative that yeah Kyle Rittenhouse should have been let off and it is understandable that he like got off on a on a self defense stuff like all yeah. of that makes sense but the feeling like the emotion that we have in response to this and the feeling that you have when you see people like Tucker Carlson or just the right you know kind of the hardline right wing people taking on Rittenhouse as like, I don't know, some sort of weird hero or something yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that's really
1: upsetting That's to me. Like,
0: upsetting and it's hard It's hard to, like, even if all of the facts point to, oh, okay, Kyle Rittenhouse himself isn't such a bad a guy. It's still a sad, and upsetting, to, disturbing situation. It's very situation. hard to to, to yeah. get past the emotions that you feel when you see yeah. people jumping on one side or the other or like, yeah. I don't want to be, I can't be on the same. Yeah. Now, it
1: is true that on the other side of it, there's people threatening his life right now and all this stuff too. this mm. kid. He's a kid, right? I mean, he's an adult now, but he's 18, whatever, but mm. he just got let off for that. Now, was our justice system wrong? I think the justice system gets it wrong a lot. Mm-hmm. Watching this trial, at least with our understanding of self-defense laws, right? And people make choices given our laws mm-hmm. with that understanding. It wasn't like he might get off. I remember watching this trial going how could he not get off like it's so clear the video evidence is all there we Mm. saw everything that happened you could see him running away from joseph rosenbaum yelling friendly 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 you could see him fearing for his life literally gauge grosskreutz the guy who got shot in the arm gave testimony that he was worried for kyle's life it was like helping the other side as a medic he was walking up to kyle because he saw that anthony huber was threatening him okay so all these things got very complicated and yet, there was a simple kind of idea that Kyle didn't actually want to shoot anybody, even though he had a gun. It obviously was part of the escalation of what was going on. He shot on to
0: kill pretty quickly, though. I think that also confuses me. Like, why wasn't he shooting at their feet? Or,
1: again, the first guy they showed with the gunpowder residue and everything, he had his hand like on his gun just about when he fired. Mm. The guy was a 30-year-old man chasing a 17-year-old kid. I mean, he was short, but he was a he was a guy. He was a big man, right? Very belligerent, very angry, saying he's going to kill him kind of guy. <laughs> Again, they got shot as he was pulling his gun away from him. Mm-hmm. Kyle very understandably thought that he was going to die if he lost his gun at that point. Mm. And not only that, there's evidence that he even Gage Kroskreutz wrote. It was deleted later, but... He said, like, I wish I emptied my clip into him. Like, he went with his gun and pointed it at Kyle Mm -hmm. when he, as soon as the opportunity arose, Kyle just kind of got to him first. Mm -hmm. They thought they were stopping an active shooter. Mm -hmm. The defense said something at one point, and I think it made a lot of sense, is, look, if you're going to chase after somebody for this reason, to stop them, you better be right. And they weren't right about what happened. Mm -hmm. That was like a tragedy of the situation, despite the context of it all.
0: Yeah, because it's still very understandable. You see this little white kid who thinks he's like law enforcement, even though he isn't. Yeah. And it's like, that's tragic to me. Why are you there? Go home. Like you're a child. Yes. Please go home. I don't.
1: Know. Yeah. Yeah. It was very upsetting. It's
0: still really annoying. It's also just like those little white boys who were like, I'm an authority figure. No, you're not. Stay home. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Look, this was his belief system. I don't agree with it. I don't agree <laughs> with it Pretty much all. For the most part. Yeah you know, I'm sure there's, maybe there's overlap somewhere, but I don't, I would say generally, I don't agree with his ideology. Yeah. But I struggled with this a little bit because there's so much nuance and there was no nuance in the discourse online. And we're seeing all these famous people tweet about how mm. an injustice was done. And I'm thinking like, was an injustice done in our court system here? Mm. And to some people it wasn't injustice and other people it was justice, right? Mm. Some people, they said, maybe it was justice according to our courts, but then our laws need to change. Mm. That's another sort of nuance. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to have guns in the first place that caused this to happen?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously.
1: But people also made choices given the laws that we have. That's important to note. Right. So these are two kind of high profile cases that ended very differently. But I thought, I actually think both of them kind of justice did happen in a way. Mm -hmm. Personally, it's my personal belief. It doesn't mean that I love Kyle Rittenhouse or anything like that. But just after watching the trial, it became, there was much more nuance to it and taking out the politicization of stuff.
0: Mm. It's hard to take out the
1: politicization. It's very hard to do that because- yeah, it's very hard to do that. And it's easier for me, obviously. Why? I'm just like white looking, white passing guy. That, uh, yeah. You know, I haven't had the same, there's not the same white experience passing. as others.
0: Why did you say white passing, Josh?
1: Well, because a lot of people would say that, you know, Jews are yeah. visibly often look white, but are what's known as a hidden minority. Many Jews are not white passing too, right? Yeah. But we're part of, we were often considered not white in the past. And that's,
0: you know. It's a weird one. Cause you are very white passing too. Like even I get, You don't ever get the whole, oh, where are you originally from? Do you, you don't get that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I have some family that is weirdly like extremely dark skinned on one side. I didn't get any of that. Mm -hmm. So I get the benefit of white privilege because of that. Right. Yeah. My friend Jacob, he always, when they ask him like, what ethnicity are you? Are you white on the sheet or Caucasian? Mm -hmm. He doesn't put that. He puts other.
0: Yeah. I put other, I don't know what to put.
1: You are part Sephardic, right? Yeah. Background.
0: Yeah. I'm a bunch of things. What do you put? I do put white because I look white. So I think I just put other unless they have something like super specific. I'm like, I'm too many things. I'm not gonna you don't need to know. Why do you need to know? Yeah, <laughs> like, none <laughs> of your fucking business. I don't
1: thing. know why. I always I feel like when they're asking me, I always want to answer these things honestly. I'm like, oh I'm white. I think I look white.
0: Oh, they would just want to know information. I'll give them the most honest. I'm like, why do you want to know? I
1: don't think it helps me now. Do you think it helps me nowadays to put on the forms that I'm white? It's not gonna help me mm, like it
0: depends on the form. No, I, I think it's more just like maybe you just grow up feeling that there's nothing there's
1: nothing wrong, wrong are until cool, now yeah. now
0: there's something <laughs> no, well but if they asked you if you were jewish would you put jewish i'll
1: say i might i have i have a lot of pride in that i guess and in my in my background and culture but i have a question for you too because okay great well there's another high profile case i wanted to end yeah. on talking about before that again we'd be remiss not to bring up some other mm-hmm. i mean we're talking you're talking about being jewish and in you know justice and injustice mm-hmm. what did we learn growing up was part of our conversation as a people and part of our identity growing up is what it's the part
0: of our communal trauma
1: communal trauma is a good way to put that yeah is yeah the the holocaust
0: yeah the holocaust yeah 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 and i mean well you asked earlier on and i guess i didn't really answer then but like did the world seem fair when i was growing up i mean i didn't think the world was fair when i was growing up either i thought it was i remember hearing about all this stuff and it didn't seem fair i don't know maybe that's why i was like (laughs) not like the happiest
1: you said quickly you were like unjust world
0: yeah i i don't know that i've ever seen it as just or ever trusted like i don't know i mean i we hope maybe i'm just saying that and thinking that oh yeah of course i always knew it was unjust but maybe i'm sure some part of me hopes that things will turn out the way that they should yeah anytime i see something that's clearly to the contrary it's very upsetting and sometimes somehow surprising even though i i know the horrible things that can be done like we were taught and like we were shown very visual images like it haunts me to this day. Like the Holocaust stuff I used to get, I used to have really bad nightmares about it. I have like very vivid dreams and it was just Mm -hmm. like as a little kid, I would have dreams that I'm being given a bar of soap and heading into the gas chamber. Like, I don't want to dream that.
1: No, but it's part of our, again, communal trauma, like you said, because we were so, it was so important to relay the injustice of what happened so that we don't repeat those actions.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we knew about that as kids, but even like I had a class earlier today where it's talking about slavery. It was talking about genocide in Rwanda. And I found myself tearing up again, like as if I don't know that these things happen.
1: Yeah, genocide is... Is like, to, it's Genocide. just so unbelievable. And yet it happened so many times.
0: It happens all the time. It's still happening. It's still happening in places. Like it's it sounds
1: weird, but like what we talk about on this podcast about empathy. I mean, I kind of like make mm. cutesy jokes about it. It all starts from a place of not empathizing and othering and dehumanizing mm. others. Right. And that's how these injustices often, in my opinion, begin. Mm. We separate other people from us. We dehumanize them. And then we can do terrible things to people that we don't think are us. Right.
0: Just like when you said that the first dude was a convicted pedophile or whatever now I was like, oh, okay, then he deserves to die.
1: Suddenly he's not you. Suddenly you can't relate to him anymore. Suddenly he's not someone worth- yeah.
0: Although that's not like that's not like separating people by race or something. But-
1: what you said though was actually very interesting. The fact that that did that to you. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of an-
0: No, it's true.
1: Sort it- of example. That's what people thought of the Jews, you know?
0: No, I know. During the
1: Holocaust, that's how they were able to be okay with it. They were all quote unquote rats. And my own grandparents were in Auschwitz. Mm. They survived Auschwitz but most of most of their families were killed. Yeah. My grandmother had five siblings and half of them were killed and her parents were killed, murdered, I should say. My grandfather lost uh, his brother and his parents. It's just mass amounts of, of everybody's families being murdered and then them being tortured throughout that process on a, such a massive scale. And
0: now it's not
1: that far after now you can go to germany and it's that's a pretty nice place and people get along and
0: they still have issues with white supremacy there as they do they here they do well. no of course they where do you are and everywhere but
1: well i think one of the biggest misconceptions is that that can't happen here or it can't happen. Like something special about Germany. It was that it, it could become Nazi Germany. Like that can't happen here where we have our freedom. Like Germany was an advanced first world country and it happened there.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Also, like it's not like Canada was like, oh, Jews come here. They were like, oh, one is too many. I'm pretty yeah. sure was the policy then. So like, yep. I was listening to this podcast, White Hot Hate, and it's, it's a CBC podcast, if anyone's interested in listening to that one instead of this one. There's an, a reporter who kind of infiltrates this little white nationalist organization. And some of the stuff that they say, like, while they're on these recruiting, they're finding more white guys to join. And one of the guys, like, in one of the videos, for example, says, like, yeah, I'm I'm white like I have white background, although my girlfriend, she's like one sixteenth Jewish or something like that. And then the guys like go off to kind of discuss whether or not and this was all recorded, like go off to discuss whether or not to let him in. And one guy's like, well, I'm not I'm not happy about the one sixteenth Jewish. And the other guy's like, yeah, I guess who even knows at that point? It's like, yeah, but like, what? The fuck you yeah, like.
1: It's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my
0: God. It's so ridiculous
1: and scary. And
0: the things that they say about people like. I mean, yeah, I don't need to repeat it here, but like they dehumanize yeah. people completely. There's a complete dehumanization. Yeah, that makes it easy to see them as people who deserve yeah. to die somehow.
1: So we understand that there is hatred in the world and there's racism mm-hmm. and there's sexism and there's all, all that stuff, right? And there may always be to to some degree, right? But when we're talking about justice or injustice, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to note that we're talking about how we deal with that when that comes up and how Mm -hmm. we address it, right? Whether that's part of the system itself or not. The scary thing about the Holocaust wasn't just that massive amounts of people were killed, but that in the place that that was happening, it was considered legal, Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people say legality is not a guide to morality mm. That's why a lot of people if they're angry about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial or whatever it's because they're gonna say well maybe he should have gotten off legally but then maybe we have a problem with our legal system right that's what they were arguing so people would often go like it's oh, totally uh I mean yeah that that Jewish person got carried off to a concentration camp and was slaughtered in the gas chambers but I mean the law says it's okay so I mean it's not illegal that that's insane right that A place can make something immoral legal or, you know, or make something moral illegal. And yet we still have that here, right? We have stuff with abortion or stuff with homosexuality, right? Such injustices that we are barely getting, if even, you know, coming out of and getting past. So we have, you know, so long to go. And it's just that to me is the biggest injustice where the system itself can't address the problems, right? The system itself is unjust. Then who do you turn to? That's the society we live in. How do you, how do you solve that? Like, I can almost understand these people during the Holocaust who maybe they thought, ah, this isn't right, but like, what do I do? Do I stand outside and go, this is wrong and then get shot too? Like, what do I, what do I do? So what do we do? Sometimes you watch the horribleness steamroll until everybody feels like a sense of shame That seems Mm. to be what, I'm not saying that's what you do, I'm saying that seems to be what happens sometimes. Right. Like something so bad has to happen where people get shocked into Mm. seeing the reality for a moment, right? And then they get complacent after a while. Like
0: the George Floyd case that kind of really drove the Black Lives Matter movement a bit more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, George Floyd is a good example of that kind of shocking society into seeing what was going on and questioning how our system operates. Right. And what people can get away with, you know, in those positions of power. Yeah this is mm-hmm. this is big subject matter to dive into of course yeah, no. it's obviously very topical yeah
0: it's scary to dive into it's like you you can't talk about everything or like encompass how no but yes we're
1: missing huge important stuff of course yeah. again we're not gonna be able no but again we were talking about current events and stuff yeah. the last kind of current sort of thing that came up and mm-hmm. i just I can't believe this story. It's just an insane crazy story. Yeah, so
0: this was the one I hadn't heard of. So Okay, tell me about it.
1: Yeah, so I'll share with you. I think you may not have heard of what happened here, but you might know the subject of this story or one of the subjects of this story better than me because it's a uh, this author her name is Alice Sebold.
0: Right, she wrote The Lovely Bones.
1: The Lovely Bones. Yeah, she wrote that book.
0: I read that when I was in high school. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I never actually read The Lovely Bones. I know it was turned into a movie by Peter There's Jackson. Yeah. Directed *Lord of the Rings*.
0: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the movie, but I probably should. It seems.
1: Yeah, and then that does deal with some pretty heavy subject matter, right? And mm-hmm. but she also has a memoir out there called *Lucky*. Okay. Yeah, so she's in the news right now. Okay. Uh, again, because there was a movie version being made of her memoir *Lucky*. Mm-hmm. But to back up a second, what is *Lucky* about, and what is her story? Yeah. I mean, not her. This isn't her whole story, but this is. Yeah. You know, what *Lucky* kind of is about: when she was 18 years old, she was. Walking home, I think she was going through a tunnel as she often did. And a man, I guess a black man, uh, and that is important to point out here this guy came and he brutally raped her in the tunnel, beaten, raped. Like it was, it was bad, right? I won't go into, I don't think I'm the one to share details on this. You can look it up. But anyway, it's important to note that that happened. And she took that to authorities afterwards. You know, she reported it, mm-hmm. she got a rape kit done. They found, I think a single hair, like a pubic hair and she needed stitches. And it was, it was horrible, horrible stuff.
0: Retroactive trigger warning.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I maybe mean, we need a trigger. We'll have no, to put a trigger sacred. warning in the beginning of this. I'm sorry. That's- and she, of course she dealt with some major trauma after this PTSD, hypervigilance kind of mm-hmm. all the time. And she felt this urgent need to kind of take control of her, she writes about this, you know, but take mm-hmm. control of of her story, not to just be some victim, mm-hmm. but to drive that story herself. And she wrote a poem called "Conviction," I think it was called, talking about what she would do to her, you know, to her rapist and all this stuff. Like,
0: well, the book "Lovely Bones" starts with the rape and murder of a of a girl yeah
1: so that one's like a fictional story obviously it's fictional inspired. but it sounds
0: like it starts exactly like what no she... no it's
1: in, yeah that's inspired as i understand okay. by what happened to her of course okay. right yeah the, the memoir is her story
0: right
1: okay and it's called lucky anyway she writes this poem i think about five days after that or something like that this is so this is five months after the rape mm-hmm. she was going to university at the time i think this might have been at syracuse or something she's outside she randomly walks by this man this black man and she goes oh my god that's him He like smiled at her and he said something very similar to what the rapist had said. He said something like nice knowing you or something. And this guy said something like nice seeing you. Like it sounded very similar. And she's like, oh, my God, that's him. And she reported him to the police and he was arrested. He was convicted and he was sent to jail for 16 years. And then he got out and he was a registered sex offender for 20 something more years. So anyways, recently they were making a film version of Lucky. Mm-hmm. They were turning it into a movie, a film adaptation. And one of the film producers, while looking over you know, what happened in the book, he started digging into what actually happened in the trial.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he started to notice some discrepancies. So he hired a private investigator to look into it.
0: The filmmaker?
1: A film producer, one of the film producers.
0: Wow, look at you guys solving yeah. crimes.
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's solving crimes, but... Okay, sorry. Anyways, he became convinced that... Anthony Broadwater the man who was sent away to jail for her rape was actually innocent
2: mm-hmm.
1: that he didn't do it and thanks to you know the evidence he brought to light this just happened Anthony Broadwater was just his conviction was just overturned and he was declared innocent. Mm. He never committed the crime.
0: But he spent 16 years in jail for that. And man. then
1: afterwards being considered a sex offender and not being able to get certain work. He didn't want to have kids with his partner because he didn't want to bring them into this sort of way. He had, you know, he was he clearly dealt with a lot. Yeah, But right? he was like a 20 year old guy when he was put in jail. This was in 1981.
0: Oh no. I mean, that's clearly on the people who didn't investigate this properly. Like that's not out. like, so she saw someone who looks like the guy that like so
1: yeah, so let's dive into this okay. for a second, right so i'm I'm looking into this right There's a lot of people yelling online angry at her like, oh, did she even get raped? did she did oh, she fuck that? Yeah, she exactly. clearly just
0: like had a reaction and thought, "Oh, that's the guy." Of course, like you see someone, it's like when something takes over your brain, you see that everywhere. Sure,
1: and maybe that's and what that happened. Is
0: clearly what happened to her, which is like yeah. not like that's the greatest thing. Like that's sure, and then it's a little bit racist, but like <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on her to figure out if that was the right guy. Like why didn't they do DNA tests?
1: So this is nineteen eighty one. Before they had
0: DNA tests and no, DNA they didn't
1: they didn't have the ability to do a DNA test of this time. They did have a special like hair analysis sort of thing that they did use. Okay. And they used that analysis and determined when did DNA testing come in. Okay, sorry. Just it was after that. So they used this like hair analysis technique to yeah. look at that pubic hair that was found and determined that it was Anthony Broadwater's. Yeah. And so she stood up in court and she she told them, I'm 100 percent certain this is the man that raped me.
0: Oh, not just from the one second that she saw him. She like continued. No, no, she to... Had to,
1: she was a Part of this process now here's what's strange what happened moving forward, right? Not long after this, they put him and a bunch of other guys in a police lineup and just told her to pick out the guy that she just told him out of the police lineup. Mm-hmm. She picked the wrong guy.
0: oh my God,
1: she picked the guy standing next to him
0: Jesus Christ Alice, come on, okay, now I blame her a little bit. I'm sorry
1: well here again. <laughs> it's not that simple, right? So the prosecution here is to me really where the big issue lies. Mm. They wanted a conviction. You know what happens when you get a conviction? You get promoted. (laughs) Like you get-
0: Oh, that's bullshit.
1: This seemed like a very clear, easy way to get a conviction, right? Yeah. That's all they care about. Alice said she recognized this guy. And even though there might've been some doubt, everyone's trying to convince her actually that she was right. They actually lied to her. They told her that the guy that she picked out was actually friends with Broadwater and they like conspired for him to like draw her attention by staring at her or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that Broadwater actually had a criminal background. None of this is true they just made this up. Oh. This is a prosecutorial misconduct. Mm-hmm. And this hair analysis thing they did turned out to be junk science. None of this stuff was right. it's not DNA testing, right? It was, yeah. it's not all of this. And that's what he was convicted on. Her eyewitness testimony, which we've learned since then is notoriously unreliable.
0: Yeah. And that's not, totally i mean
1: yeah and this yeah. junk science right and that's why this guy went to prison even though as soon as she couldn't pick him out of the lineup that should have yeah he should have been walking right yeah it's hard for us to remember faces already but it's been shown that remembering faces of another race another ethnicity were even worse at it
0: oh that's a legitimate thing i didn't realize that
1: yeah people huh. are much better at recognizing and differentiating faces of their own race
0: weird
1: whatever race you might be that's just been shown to be the case mm-hmm. and yeah. so she was convinced that this was the guy and everyone else around her helped convince her that she was right about this. Right. Now he's deemed to be innocent. So, you know, eight days after this, you know, his conviction was just overturned, she released a statement with a, an apology trying to figure out how this could happen and all this. And
0: yeah, I mean, that's got to suck for her too. Like,
1: yeah, they pulled a memoir. Oh, And the movie, of course, was shelved. Again, some people are criticizing it. Some people are saying it was good the way she apologized, but he accepted the apology hmm. very graciously, he, like broke down and all this stuff. It's like a very. The story is crazy, and to me, this is just so. Mu- these are it's injustice compounded upon injustice.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: It's one injustice leading to another. Yeah, and I think at the heart of this is a racist justice system mm. because this is something that happens more frequently to you know to people of color. Mm. She pointed out this random black guy in the street, and he went. He lost sixteen years plus of his life,
0: and it's so yeah.
1: And the system worked to put him away on little to no evidence. And I went testimony that was already shaky.
0: So frustrating because of all the times that the system actually worked to put away a rapist. Like, do you know how often that goes un? On- anything like yeah there was the evidence but they couldn't they didn't get the guy or the statute of limitations was over stupid things that make it so that people don't go away this guy did go away and he didn't even do it yeah it's such bullshit
1: there's multiple injustices here because all these times she thought that she had gotten justice yeah and now it's like you learn where's
0: the guy that actually did it
1: exactly she she even puts that in her apologies like this guy got away yeah. the guy who raped her got away and maybe went on to rape other people. And instead an innocent man lost his life or much of his life to this. Right. And yeah. This is just so tragic on so many levels, and you start to wonder like, how did our justice system? Our justice system has to be so flawed for something like that to happen, where both these people were let down, and of course, does
0: feel that way. You know,
1: in terms of social justice, the underlying racism can't be denied here Mm -hmm. in the way this ended up happening. Not, it's not like I don't think many people believe that it was intentional on Alice Siebel's part.
0: No, of course I. I can't imagine that. I I think that would be really messed. Like she would have to be a sociopath.
1: Yeah. And there's no, of course not. She believed slash wanted to believe whatever. When you read her memoir now, apparently like it's, it reads very differently.
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
1: When she talks about how picking the wrong person out of the lineup and why that must've happened to her, knowing that this other guy was the one who did it and the thoughts she had when he, apparently he had said that, so that line that he said that sounded similar to the other guy, apparently he said he was talking to someone else like by her, some friend of his. Oh, It's so understandable how that trauma could lead to that. Of
0: course. Yeah, that makes perfect. But
1: when you think about it, how ridiculous is it that five months later you're walking by the guy, this random person that is the one that did it. It's almost impossible.
2: Yeah.
1: And she painted him as like, he knew what he did. And he looked at me and he smiled. This was a black man who smiled at her in the street. And he looked at me and he smiled. But the thing is, it didn't align with her original statement of how this guy acted after what he did originally. He was like a tortured soul of some sort. He was saying a bunch of weird angry things and then he said things out of like shame and sadness he said sorry and then he he said a bunch of weird stuff he's a messed oh. up dude whoever, the guy who did that right uh, a monster
0: yeah. well then why would she think that he would act in a way that made sense then the
1: guy later sounded like he was like very with it and very happy and proud of what he did and he was evil about it and that didn't line with the character
0: yeah but it sounds like nothing aligned with the character if he's all over the place maybe she was like okay i guess this is how he feels now like he's proud of it and
1: i mean she was brutalized in, like a dark tunnel and all this stuff there's all these things that like you start to understand how maybe she didn't see the things the way she thought she did, but why there was still a clear picture for her. You know, the way memory often works is we don't, it's not like a hard drive where we just like dip in and take out the file. We're recreating memory as we mm. look back on things. And that right. gets repainted kind of differently depending on context, depending on bias, all sorts of things, right?
0: Right. Well, it's clearly on the system. Yeah.
1: And I think that it comes down to just, again, this injustice here to me. I mean, the injustice, obviously what happened and there's injustices in the world that happen all the time, but the injustice and how we didn't succeed at finding justice in fact, we made it worse. Yeah. That to me is something that- Yeah. I mean, that's where the fight still lies and being able to find, right. what was it equity? <laughs> yeah,
0: or fairness, some form of fairness in a very unfair world. Yeah, well, you uh, you definitely haven't helped me think that the Sorry. world is more just <laughs> in this episode, um, but that's okay. We started no. it with
1: you saying the world is unjust and me going, sometimes it's <laughs> just, and then went on to- And then
0: listing all the ways it's unjust. I do point no, out there was- that's a- not true. You did counterpoint a few different- yeah, No, no. And, few-
1: I mean, I guess- some small little bit of justice there is he did now get his conviction overturned although the state's not giving him a dime for the wrongful conviction there's some rule in there or something and he he's not getting money for this broadwater it's absolutely ridiculous to me i mean people are raising stuff for him and whatever but
0: Mm -hmm. you know that's that's pretty messed up very unjust very unjust yeah, I also had something about Supreme Court justices written down here, but I think we should save that for another time. Oh, it was it's gonna yeah. be a very long episode. We've been
1: talking for a bit, huh?
0: We sure have, but that's okay. There's always more to talk about. So save it for, for next another time. time. For another time. Yeah. This has been another episode of Adulthood Friends. Thank you for listening. And if you want to listen more, we're basically everywhere you'd like to listen, probably, most likely. Anchor is what we use mainly. So if you want to find the RSS and plug it into whatever podcast listening app you use, Or just look us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and any other casts.
1: All the casts.
0: All the casts and the pods. We're also on Facebook.
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, we should follow us on Facebook if you can. And you'll see all the notifications, Mm -hmm. like us, like our page.
0: If you like us, like us. If you don't like us, then don't.
1: Yeah, like us if you like us.
0: Yeah, like us if you like us. And like I've said a few times, if you've listened to the end of the episode and you don't like us, I think you should question how (laughs) you spend your time. Thanks for listening yeah, thanks for and listening.
1: I really hope I didn't like, I'll be honest, I was afraid a little bit going into this episode that I was going to say stuff that might upset people. We're dealing with very sensitive subject matter.
0: Oh, it's okay.
1: I apologize if I said anything, uh, you know, offensive or I'm sorry if I offended you, Aya. I
0: accept your apology. (laughs) Sorry
1: if maybe I have some beliefs that you don't agree with and I'm always open to discuss and talk about things and please feel free.
0: You love discussing things. That's true. Josh really does love discussing things, especially if he disagrees with you.
1: I mean, I think communication is our only way through a lot of our problems that's lovely i hope if somebody does have an issue they can feel free to communicate and Mm -hmm. you know we can empathize with each other and all that stuff but i don't know i feel like i you and i I think agree on most important things
0: where have you gotten that idea
1: i don't know this podcast that's completely untrue yeah
0: i don't even agree with that statement so
1: except for this statement
0: how do we usually end this thing josh
1: um i think one of us is talking and then out of nowhere the music just
0: Justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Martin Luther King. That's a good quote. Is that a good quote to end on? Yeah,
1: that's a good quote there.
0: True peace is not merely the absence of tension. It is the presence of justice. Also Martin Luther King.
1: If you want to learn about justice, read some Martin Luther King.
0: The moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Do you know who that is?
1: Is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg?
0: Nope, still Martin Luther King. But there is, I see Ginsburg here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that actually, I knew that.
0: Oh, RBG. How we miss you.